chocolate. Hmm, not sure if it's in the book. It might be in the book. We meet two siblings whose food focuses on nourishing the body and soul. Paul and Jane Rangiwahia have teamed up to produce the book Kai and Kindness. Jane's come up with no-fuss recipes for sharing with friends and Fano, while her artist brother Paul has illustrated this hardback book rather beautifully. The pair hope their collaboration will be a conversation starter about emotional well-being and healthy living. Kia ora kōrua. welcome Jane and Paul. Kia ora. Kia ora. Great to have you with us. So tell us about how this idea began to form. Paul, you go there. You started this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had the idea um, around COVID to, um, to to write about a piece of artwork that I'd uh, created ten years ago called um, a mental warren of fitness, and it had such a um, a, a great um, uh, feedback from people who had bought the artwork, and I wanted to sort of expand on that and and start to articulate each of the points. There's 45 points of the artwork. And then, I, and as I started going through that process and, and writing um, about each point, I uh, talked to Jane and said, "Wouldn't it be great for us to do something together and uh, and to bring in, you know, Jane's wonderful um, skill set around no fuss food that just is amazing and, and delicious to, to eat, and um, and that's where it happened. And it was just um, just felt like the right thing to do for both of you. Food is a mental and emotional nourishment. It's also biologically, physiologically part of being well, yes? Absolutely, it really is. And it's it's the focus of everything. It, it makes us operate as humans. And there's nothing better than sharing food that is going to make us all feel better. It, we sit around the table, that's how Paul and I were brought up. Um, yeah, just... Those conversations that you have around the dinner table are the best conversations, and that's really what the basis of why we did this, as you said, is the conversation starter. Were you involved in helping prepare the guy, right, from the youngest ages as well? Because this is the other part. We often talk about sharing food around a table, but that whole process of preparation together and what goes into that is another big part of the story. Absolutely, growing up with... um, four younger brothers uh, I learned to cook at a very young age and I thank my mother for that every day and I think too that you know it's quite sad that now um, people aren't cooking like they used to and growing their own food and and aren't learning that so you know I really encourage um, getting your kids in the kitchen and teaching and that's one of my passions as well. So this was also a COVID lockdown project and a good one. You weren't just making the sourdough uh, by any means. But Paul, let's just come back to your mental warrant fitness artwork uh, and and how these two things kind of um, came together. What, what are the components of yeah, it and how was that expressed visually in your work? Yeah, so I mean, if you open up the front cover of the the, the book, whoever purchases the book, the artwork is, is right there. And, and and what I really wanted to achieve when I set out to to create that artwork was to really um, have a guide for myself where I could follow, um, you know, a number of really obvious points, but all condensed into one one thing and um, one piece of art, and then I could go back to. So it was about those enduring messages. 
But ultimately, it was really trying to um, normalise the, the fact that, you know, all of us have um, ups and downs in life. You know, if you were to go out into a, a main street anywhere in, in the world, and if you could imagine a TV screen above everyone's heads, and you could turn those TV screens on, and you could see their history and what they were thinking about right now, you would understand that all of us are dealing with something either big or small. So, you know, when um, we, we wanted to do the book, Kai and Kindness, it was about... You know, being kind to yourself, um, nourishing yourself, you know, with your thoughts. And then the food was just a nice addition. Nourish yourself, you know, with um, good food and with good people. Because if we have those healthy relationships with ourselves, with others, with food, then we generally have a really healthy life. I like number 44 of this very artistically presented list, your warrant of fitness. And as for goals and dreams, you're never too old to have them. Uh, eat fruits, vegetables, and natural food comes in around uh, comes in around thirty two. So Jane, um, you learnt um, the basics and, and more. Is there a particular um, tenor to your cuisine? Not only when you were cooking for the family when you were younger, but as life has evolved, what sorts of recipes will we find in here? What we've got in the book is all sorts from my favourite raw fish to delicious fish burger. Um, one of my faves, it's called Darling's Prosecco Chicken. My husband loves Prosecco. And it's around the uh, say kind words. He always has lots of kind words. So I created a chicken dish using Prosecco for him. Uh, there's some yummy treats. Um, I call it one, the loaded root cake. And it's based on a slice that my mother must have made. I, I, I She would have lost count. But I've uh, loaded it with some extra toppings. Um Things entertaining, like, you know, making snacky platters to have with drinks. Just yummy breakfasts, a couple of those. So something for everybody in there. And what I've tried to do is to use ingredients that are uh, achievable. It doesn't matter where you live in the country. You should be able to cook those recipes. Um, There's no special tricky things that you need to buy from beautiful delicatessen. I've just found the dill pickle and ham toasties and that is making me very hungry. Um, (laughs) How did you bring together the artwork? Well, first, which recipe would go with uh, each of the statements in the Warrant of Fitness um, or wisdoms of the Warrant (laughs) of Fitness and then also the artwork? What what was the sort of two, what was the process together of deciding what would go with what? Um, From my food perspective, there, it was quite tricky, I have to say, but then once I sort of got my head around it, it was about saying kind words, and that's why I came up with Darling's Prosecco Chicken. Um, So I sort of had to start thinking about things like that. And then Paul, I'll let you go, Paul, because he sort of took over um, being the artist. Okay. Yeah, well, well, Catherine, it's difficult to match a um, a dish to number 12, which is covering a poo in hundreds and thousands will only alter its appearance. It still stinks. <laughs> so you were kind of on the back foot, um, well, Jane was. But it, it, was, it, was, it was difficult to get one for everyone because, you know, stay clear of bigots and energy suckers. You know, it's, it's, not a, it's probably a bitter-tasting um, uh, dish. I have to stop you there because you've actually crossed out another word and put energy suckers, and I wonder if they rhyme. But anyway, carry on. <laughs> yeah, and, and so it was. It was just trying to be playful. I mean, the book that you know, the book doesn't sit 
in the um, it's not a cookbook. Yes, of course, it has wonderful recipes, but it's a it's really a health and well-being and lifestyle book because it's it's littered with not only the recipes but but also the great points and um, and all my art. So we wanted to make it a playful book that sits around in um, you know places where people can pick it up and they can thumb through and read something and hopefully shift their energy to a better place. Yeah, I've just found the fritters now. Uh, it's making me hungry too, the herb and mussel fritters. And we've got some bigger, um, I just saw, it looks like an enormous leg of lamb in here somewhere that's been beautifully cooked. And there's some true comfort food in there as well. It'll be the fish pie. Uh, talk us through your art. The diversity here is uh, is remarkable. What are the mediums or media that you primarily work in, Paul? Yeah, I'm, I'm acrylic um, on, on canvas or, or wood, uh, but as um, I've evolved in, in my own journey and career, um, unfortunately, I, I don't get as much time to um, to, to paint um, because I'm speaking around the, the country and, and creating other um, sort of artworks. And I, I've moved really to a digital um, sort of format these days. However, uh, my, my you know my passion and where I, I love to lose myself is. You know, when I've got the uh, the easel and uh, and a new piece of canvas there, and I can uh, um, just you know imagine um, what, what I'm going to create and get into it. But yeah, mainly uh, my traditional works have been acrylic on 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 canvas and board. What led to the focus on mental health in some of the artwork, and indeed in in this particular one we've been discussing? You know, I, I lost my way. I had a, a really tough time in my own um, life, and uh, so it was, it was really self-motivated, you know, to go through and, and really um, look at where I was at and, and what I needed to, to change in my life and to to really, uh, you know, try to be uh, more proactive because what I realised around the country is that we're a very reactive um, country, you know, and, uh, and the way that our sickness service is set up is that if you get sick, we'll service you. But as we all know, that's under a lot of um, pressure. So for me, it's about, well, okay, I was reactive myself. I need to be more proactive. If I can just, you know, chip away and uh, work on the, the points of the artwork, and if I can um, do that e- each day, and, and not put pressure myself, but, but do that, I'll, I'll start to see those changes. I'll start to develop a pattern of success. And, um, yeah, and, and that's what happened. I like the idea of seeing people's television screens above their heads. We all know what's going through our heads uh, at various times, um, and, it, and it can sometimes there can be so much going on that it's overwhelming. But the idea that you are looking for that TV set, you're looking for what might actually be happening for someone else, is a good approach to take. I, I think so because you know we often lose ourselves in, in our own um, bubbles. But if we we stop and, and imagine, okay, well. Why did that person react the way they did to me? You know, clearly there's something going on. And whilst it may not excuse the behaviour, it gives us some context that, you know, there is something um, bigger than what we see um, or, or hear. And it's just really, I think, about all of us um, getting better at um, taking a step back and uh, instead of reacting, um, just, you know, having that deep breath and go, okay. Uh, how can I respond to it differently? Because all of us, you know, exist in environments where, if you, you liken it, I guess, to a, um, going to the gym, you know, in our environments, we can train ourselves to become mentally fit by how we react and how we respond um, to what is around us. And uh, if we get better at, um, I, I guess, exercising our brains in a way that brings us back to peace 
or, or, or stops us from you know, thinking angry thoughts, over time we've become stronger and, uh, and healthier. Back to the physical, these things, whether they're exercise or being in nature or whether having a dog nearby or whether it's, it's cooking, um, they actually do shift mood. They release you know, the, the happy chemicals and help combat some of the ones that are, that are stressing us. And Paul, you mentioned travelling around the country. I know you've got a company. What, what do you do with respect to the company and all the community work in this area? Yes, yeah, so I, I founded a company called um, Well I Am, and um, the reason I, I founded that company was uh, to really use um, art um, as, as a means of um, helping people, you know, as I said, become more proactive and really uh, uh, start to develop that mental um, fitness. And, and whilst there's wonderful work being done around the country, I, I think there has been um, a lot of uh, work around awareness, but where I've, I've seen a gap is there is not enough um, action. And, uh, and often it can be such a, a massive um, where do I start moment. And art has a, is a beautiful way of connecting people in, in, a, in a softer approach, but it also has an enduring quality because, uh, you know, if we can, um, you know, see um, things and we can read them and hear them, then we're going to obviously uh, learn a little bit deeper. Yeah. And, and what I want is that if we can then discuss it and then if we can experience things, then, uh, you know, we'll uh, obviously teach others. And that's where I see significant changes in, in communities. So I work uh, within government and with private practice um, to uh, yeah, talk about that, to share the artworks and to, uh, to help um, people uh, build that into their lives and their businesses. Jane, you're doing cooking classes as well as putting recipe books together. Uh, and who are they, who are they with? Who are, who are those who come to your classes in the main? Oh, this is something I'm so passionate about. Um, last year I was asked to develop a course for a community centre in Roscoe South and it's based around a social supermarket food bank and a community garden, Mada. And I am teaching people from all walks of life, people that are in emergency housing, refugees. Um, it's a very, very culturally rich and diverse area. So also dealing with all of the um, cultural um, and religious sort of food issues and requirements, you know, from halal and then we might have vegan and do all that sort of thing. But what we're using is the uh, food from the food bank and from the garden and just teaching people the basics, you know, day one we start with mac and cheese, learning how to cook a white sauce. It's a base for so many dishes, as you know. And then we sort of move on and build on it each day. And one of the lovely things that uh, I find really special, the sort of um, a month-long course and people are asked to come each week, and if they complete the course, then we try and give them some equipment to take home because so many people don't have the equipment that we all are lucky enough to have in our in our kitchen. So I don't like setting people up to fail, so I'm trying to make it achievable for the people that come to my classes there. And it's just been amazing. The response has been incredible, and everyone's loving it. Nyamihinui both. Thank you very much, Jane and Paul Rangiwahia, and the book that they have put together of these beautiful recipes, the artwork of Paul, uh, and also some of the wisdoms in one of his um, primary artworks. It is called Kai and Kindness. It's published by Huya.